0: Hallelujah. Put your hands together. Every praise is to our God. Amen. Has God been good to you? Oh, I cannot hear you. Has God been good to you? It's a blessing even to see today. I believe that God has been good to us. Amen. Well, this morning before we hear the word of God, we want to take our memory verse for the week. And then we will hear the word of God, and I believe that it's going to be a blessing. James chapter 5 and verse 14, amen. Shall we read it together, ready, go? Is any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church, and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. James chapter 5, verse 14. Of course, you can see that with a a colon, there's something supposed to follow. In the prayer of the, prayer of fish, I heal the sick, you know. But we're concentrating on verse 14 today. So, let's take it together again. Ready, go. James chapter 5, verse 14. Is any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church and let them Pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. James chapter five verse 14. So is any sick, let him call for the elders of the church, anointing him with oil, isn't it? And let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. But let's take it one more time. Oh one more time. Let's take it. Ready go. James chapter five, verse 14. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. James chapter 5, verse 14. I think we can take it now. Okay. Shall we take it together? Ready? Go. James chapter 5, verse 14. Is any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. James chapter 5, verse 40. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for yourselves. Oh, yes. Lift up your hands to the Lord. All to Jesus I surrender All, All to him, him I free, me him. free me. And I stay in his presence daily I surrender all I surrender, I surrender all. all to Jesus I surrender my blessed Savior. All, all to, to thee. thee, my blessed Savior, Savior. I surrender all. Father, we thank You for today. We thank You for this time in Your presence. Holy Spirit, we welcome You, guide us into all truth, open our eyes to behold wondrous things in the word of god may no one leave here the same we thank you father in jesus name amen god bless you please be seated in the presence of the lord well it's still our month of evangelism amen and so uh we're in the dress down mode amen so as you can see We are not in our suits and other things. We are all down just so that we can also enjoy the season. Of course, the weather is also very hot, so it also helps us. Amen. Well, I recommended some books to you last week. I'm going to recommend again. Um, This book, these are all books written by our Bishop, Bishop Dagwood Mills. This one is The Greater Love of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, I thought you would be excited about it. I want you to go to the bookshop and tell them I need a copy of this book. Please give me a copy. Amen. Now, this one is Anakazo. Amen. I preached from it last week. Anakazo, which means to compel, compel men into the house of the Lord. Did you compel somebody? Did you invite somebody to church today? Can I see those who invited somebody to church today? Give me a wave of your hand. Wow. Listen, we got to do it. We got to do it. We got to do it. A church is got to do what a church has got to do. Amen. Tell somebody, a church is going to do what a church has got to do. Yeah. That is why ECG should not be expecting us to bring electricity. Are you getting it? Oh, you didn't hear me. Do you think we are the ones to bring electricity to Ghana? No. That is why Ghana Water Corporation should not be expecting us to bring water even though we can provide it. Here we have our own water running. We use a borehole. We don't depend on Ghana water. Yeah. That's the wisdom of the Father we have. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. And also, uh, the health ministry should not expect the church to bring healing or medical, whatever. Oh, doctor, what I'm saying is right. Yeah. Even though we have a hospital, we have a hospital at the back here. For those of you who don't know, we have a hospital, Lighthouse Mission Hospital right there. So all the doctors are here, you know. So we have a hospital, but it is not our duty. Yeah. So the same way we are not expecting, or electricity, ECG is not expecting us to bring, we shouldn't expect them to be the ones who send the gospel. We are the ones who preach the gospel. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, I think it's a good place to put your hands together. So, please, those of you who are not preaching, you are not sharing the gospel with anybody, next week, I'm expecting to see you So, I promised you last week I'll be standing at the gate to inspect somehow. I don't know what happened, I forgot. But I'll be inspecting next week. I will stand there. When you come alone, I'll sack you. Yeah, Amen. All right, so um, that, and then this book also, tell them. In fact, this book gives you 120 reasons why it is our duty to tell the world about Jesus Christ. I thought you would put your hands together. Yeah. So, I want to encourage you to get all these books. There's another one, How to Be Born Again and Avoid Hell. It's also another one I want you to get in this month. Just be reading it. It will change your witnessing life. Last Tuesday, I was preaching about witnessing. I want to encourage you, get that message, listen to it. You will understand why you must witness. The Bible says that if we don't, he will hold us accountable for the blood of the people who need to hear the gospel. So it is our duty to tell people about Jesus Christ. Tell them. Get a copy of this book and read it. Amen. But there's another one which I'm going to preach from this morning, the blood of Jesus, blood power. Hallelujah. With me to Romans chapter 8, Romans chapter 10, Romans chapter 10. I have just a few minutes. I want to do this quickly. Romans chapter 10, I'm reading from verse 9. It says that, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and you shall believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Verse 10, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Verse 11, For the scripture said. Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. Thirteen, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Fourteen, how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him? Of whom they have not heard, and how shall they hear without a preacher? 15 says that, and how shall they preach, except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Amen. I want to add one more scripture. And actually, I'm going to preach from chapter 4 of this book. You can title my message, The Miracle of Salvation. The Miracle of Salvation. The Miracle of Salvation. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 3. It says that, how shall we escape? How shall we escape? If we neglect so great salvation. Which are the first began to be spoken by the Lord? and was confirmed unto us by them that had him. Amen. The miracle of salvation. Tell somebody the miracle of salvation. Tell another person the miracle of salvation. Tell a third person the miracle of salvation. Amen. Salvation is a miracle. As you sit here today saved, you are a miracle many people don't know it it looks like I just gave my life to Christ I came to the front and that's it but listen that move you made is a very great miracle that took place first of all even to hear the gospel because the Bible says that the only way by which you can be saved is when you have confessed with your mouth the Lord Jesus and you have believed in your heart that God raised him from the dead, Bible says that that's how you shall be saved. For with the heart, we believe unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Then the Bible goes on to say that anyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved, whether Jew or Greek, it doesn't matter who you are. But the next thing the Bible says is that how can they hear? (laughs) It's not easy for people to hear the gospel. You know, we hear it in Accra. We are here when you open the radio station. Almost everybody is talking about the gospel. So it looks like, oh, there's a dumb broadcast here, this year. So it looks like it. But in there, certain, in there are certain places, they don't hear it. There are people who are in many places who have not heard the gospel. And that is why you and I need to rise up and send the gospel to people who have not heard it. By sending the gospel, it's just a miracle taking place. Listen, for me, the greatest miracle is not when somebody has gotten a job or a car or a shoe. None of these things has the Bible said that there is rejoicing. Angels jump and dance in heaven. None of them. The only thing that makes angels dance and rejoice it's when somebody gives his life to Christ. Somebody says that I surrender it all to Jesus Christ. There's a feedback. I thought you'd be dealing with it. You know, that is when there is rejoicing in heaven because that's the greatest miracle that can ever take place in a person's life. How can people like that receive such a miracle except you and I who have also heard Take the message to them, beloved. If we don't, a lot of people are going to die, and God will hold us responsible for their lives. The whole of this week, have you spoken to somebody about Jesus? Or you've kept this miracle to yourself. There's a warning Hebrews chapter 2, verse 3. How can they escape? If such a salvation is neglected, you will not escape. Bible says that it is appointed unto man once to die and after that there is judgment. Everybody will stand before God and we will give an account of what we have used our lives for. And depending on how you lived your life, it will determine whether you're going to heaven or hell. There's nothing like purgatory where somebody will be in the middle or somebody somewhere that they pray for you so that you go to the left or to the right. There's nothing like that. When you die, it's only two destinations. Either you are going to heaven or you're going to hell destinations. Where will you go when you die? Have you ever thought about it? Have you ever asked yourself, if I should die now, where will I go? The fact that you come to church doesn't mean you're born again. Just as standing in a a garage doesn't make me a car, being in church doesn't make me born again. I need to give my life to Christ first before I can be born again. It's very important. So, if we neglect such a great way of salvation, where Jesus died on the cross, that whoever hears and believes, see, because Bible says in verse 14 of Romans chapter uh, 10, that, um, is it chapter 10? 10. Yeah, how can they... Believe. How can they believe if they have not heard? So they need to hear before they can believe. So when they hear, then they believe. And when they believe, they confess. When they confess, salvation. Simple equation. Very simple equation. Easy. So we need to send the gospel to them. We need to tell them. And that's what we are telling you every week, talk to somebody. Sunday, have a soul by the end of this month. There is one person at least that you can point to and say, Because of me, this person is saved today. That's a miracle that has taken place right there. Hallelujah! Tell somebody you are a miracle. So, let me give you about five reasons or so why salvation is a miracle. First of all, salvation is the greatest miracle because it is a miracle for anyone to be forgiven. amazing isn't it isaiah chapter 1 verse 18 the bible says that come now and let us reason together say the lord though your sins be as scarlet they shall be as white as snow and though they be like crimson they shall be like wool wow now this is god god calling out to his people He says that, come. Don't stay there with your sin. Don't stay there with your problem. And every time you hear God speaking, that word always comes up. Come. When Jesus came, he said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. God is always saying, come. When others are saying, go, God is always saying, come to me. Hallelujah. That is why when you commit a sin, please, I came to assure you, so long as Christ has not come, God is always saying, come. Yeah. Yeah. God is not condemning you for your sin. God is not pushing you away. God is always saying, come. Come. He said, come. Let us reason. I haven't seen anybody when you have a problem, sometimes a big man, rather they will say, come and kneel down. Come and beg. Bring a goat. Bring this. If you do something against a great man, Share, it's not easy. There are some people they don't forgive easily. You will have to beg, you have to lie prostrate, you have to do different things. Yeah, and that's our nature, human beings. That's why when Paul was writing, he said that if anybody has done anything against you, he said you should forgive the one. In, 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 uh, I think, Second Corinthians chapter 2, verse 7. It says that you, you ought rather to forgive the person and then confirm your love to the person. Do you, do you have that scripture? When I'm preaching, preach with me eh? Just when I mention it, put it there. Contrary wise. In other words, that's not what we will normally do. This one is contrary to what we will normally do. We will say, hey, you will do this. But this one, it says that contrary wise, you ought rather to forgive him. Forgive him. It, it, it doesn't happen normally with us. Forgive him and comfort him. But we will not do that. We will not do that. We will punish you. Human beings. But the God we serve, Amen. He's a forgiving God. Amen. So when your sins are forgiven, it's a miracle. It's like, wow. Normally they will not forgive you. They'll forgive you. Paul said, contrary wise, forgive. And comfort, verse 8 says that, and confirm your love. Confirm your love. It's a scripture for husbands and wives. Yeah. Always holding on to issues. Forget it and forgive. But God will forgive. He said, come, let us reason. Come, let's discuss your problem. What is the thing that is disturbing you? Come, let's talk about it. I want to heal you. I want to cleanse you of your sin. It doesn't matter how red it is. It may be as red as crimson. When you come and my blood washes you, it will be as white as snow. It doesn't matter. One day a little boy came to see, a young guy, not a little boy, a young guy, he came to see me after service one of the days. I forgot what I was here. Then he asked me a question, because I think I was preaching about forgiveness, salvation and all that. He said, he said, I've done so many sins, I've committed so many sins. Will God forgive me? I said, he will forgive you. Then he said, he said, Pastor, you don't know what I'm talking about. I said, I know, whatever it is. He said, Pastor, you don't know. Then he said, he said, my girlfriend and I, we have committed many abortions. He said, Pastor, it's uncountable. Will God forgive me I said as long as there's heaven and there's earth God forgive you because in the sight of God there's nothing like big sin and small sin a sin is a sin and um i sin is the same as you sitting here and you are lying your sin is the same but the blood is able to wash every one of them oh I thought somebody would put your hands together for Jesus Bishop gives a story here about a lady whose husband caught her red-handed in the very act in their bedroom with another man doing certain things on the bed. Now, I'm just wondering that how many of us, if we met something like this, your wife is in bed with another man. Recently, somebody sent a video we were just watching as a woman was answering have you slept with somebody in your bed, without not your husband? The woman was saying yes, and the husband was sitting there looking and said, "Hey, <laughs> it won't be easy after this meeting." But now, do you think that such a man will just look at the thing and say, "I forgive you"? The man who went and bring a gun had a. a, a grenade and add the cutlass everything i need to kill this guy and destroy him but you know what happened surprisingly the man looked at his wife and said i forgive you <laughs> this is a miracle but i came to announce to you that it's the same thing that god has done for you you are that man sleeping with somebody's wife and you are that woman, somebody is sleeping with you. But God said, I forgive you. What a miracle. Put your hands together for Jesus. Number two, my time is almost up. Salvation is the greatest miracle because it is always a miracle for your sins to be wiped away. Same scripture. It says that, come let us reason together. Isaiah 1.18 Though your sins be whatever, it shall be wiped away, it shall become white as snow. You know, one day I was reading a book by a lady called Mary Baxter, if you have time, read it. The title of the book, Divine Revelation of Heaven, but she also has divine revelation of hell, divine revelation of the spirit realm, divine revelation of angels, different books. But in this book, she was taken to heaven. She had an experience. She was taken to heaven. And in heaven, she was moving with Jesus, and they got to a place. Um, there were books, books. You know, if you are talking about records, heaven has records of everything. Oh, yeah. Bible says there's not even one word that comes out of your mouth that is not recorded. Some time back, it would sound strange. How can such a thing happen? But look at how we can record. when, I, By the time i finished preaching, everything I've said is, is recorded. You can buy it and go with it. So if we are now discovering this, and the closest star to us is about 400 years away. <laughs> it's been there. We are now discovering. God knows how to record everything. But he said Jesus took him to this room and there were these books. And and, and she said what amazed her was that when they entered the room, Jesus said, come, I'll show you something. And then when they entered, he just, there was an opening of the earth, I mean, to see what was going on. And there was somebody who had just given his life to Christ. And the person had come and all that. So he said, this person, this is his records here. And then he went and pulled out a book. And there were things written about the person. From the day the person was born, everything is recorded there. And then Jesus said he will show her something. He put the book down. And he he picked up a bucket with a, a red liquid. She couldn't tell what it was, but from later on, she just realized that it must be the blood of Jesus. And then he took that liquid and poured it over the book. She said immediately, everything that was written in the book vanished from the book. Everything vanished from the book. Everything vanished. Everything. When your sins are forgiven, there is no record anywhere. God wipes it all away. There's no record. Even man, they will tell you, I've forgiven you but I will not forget. Have you heard it before? Forgive and forget, but you see that I have forgiven you, but forget, I will never forget. Immarkable, that I will do to you. And there are records. When you go to CIA, BNI, FBI, they have records of people. Share. Man doesn't forget easily, oh. The records are there. We have set you free, but it's there. We are waiting for you to come again. But that is not God. You see, that is why this is a miracle. When God forgives you, he wipes it all away. He doesn't remember it again. If you keep having it, then it's the devil. It's the devil who keeps telling you, you are this, you are that. But God is the accuser. But God, he has forgiven you. Put your hands together for Jesus. Oh, I have a lot to say, but my time is up. Wow. Number three, salvation is the greatest miracle because it is always a miracle for someone to love a person who has many problems. Yeah? (laughs) Romans chapter 5 verse 8, it says that, but God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. Not when we were okay. Not when everything was okay with us. Not when everything was looking good with us. But when we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He died for us with our problems. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. He died for us when we had problems. Not when everything was okay for us, but with us sometimes you hear people say, oh, the way my life is, I don't think I can come to church. No, that's how God wants you. He wants you to come just the way you are because he loves you just the way you are. Oh, what manner of love is this? That a man will lay down his life for his friends. A person will not love somebody with problems easily. Yeah. I have organized Singles Mingle before several times. And I've seen when we release the people and we say, mingle, talk to somebody. I can see certain ladies, nobody goes to them. Yeah, I was at one particular program like that. The lady, I mean, it was clear when you see her, she has things, deformities here and there. Nobody talked to her. I went to stand by her and I was talking to her. She said, that's it, nobody. Because... Everybody wants the perfect. We want everything to look nice before we come. That's the human nature. Nobody will propose to such a lady because she has this, she has that, she has that. But one day I heard the story of a man. She met a lady without hands, without legs. She said, me wano. Hey! Everybody was surprised because that's not our human nature. It's a miracle. Say, What? Even your relatives, Adi how? what is wrong with you that you are going to marry this one? What about them, Papa There is a certain kind of love It doesn't matter your deformities It doesn't matter your problems It doesn't matter what you have That love will love you just the way you are I'm speaking to somebody here It looks like nobody loves you I came to talk to you about the champion lover His name is Jesus He will love you just the way you are 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 are. are. just the way you are. While you were yet a sinner, that is when he loves you. And this is a miracle. It doesn't happen anywhere for somebody like that to be loved. Today I came to tell you that this lover is here. Maybe you came to the church, you don't even feel loved. Love is gone out of your life. I came to tell you about this lover, Jesus. Jesus. loves you with everything. Are you playing the keyboard for me? You're not supposed to be sitting. He loves you with everything. And today, if you can open up your heart, this miracle of salvation can come to you too. Stand to your feet. Lord to Jesus Says I surrender to him I freely. I will ever love and trust him. I will ever love and trust him. His presence daily, daily, oh, I surrender all, I surrender all, I surrender all, oh, to thee. Bless blessed Savior. I surrender. All. This morning, I'm not talking about the miracle of having cases been taken away from you, even though it's a great miracle. I'm not talking about the miracle of being healed of your sin, of your sickness. But I'm talking about the miracle of being saved from your sins. Where when you die, you are not going to hell. You're going to heaven. Today, maybe you are here. Somebody invited you to church. But you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. Bible says that how shall we escape if we neglect this great way of salvation? Today, you are here. You know deep down in your heart you don't have a relationship with the Lord. You want Jesus to be the Lord and Savior of your life if you're here like that. Just lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you wherever you are. I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. I see your hands. God bless you. I just like the way your hand just shot up. God bless you. At the back, God bless you. God bless you over there. God bless you over there. God bless you. I see your hands everywhere. Today is a day of salvation today is a miracle of salvation god bless you i see your hands if you have lifted up your hand do one more thing for me i want you to move out of your seat and come to me right now come all the way come clap for them as they come yes come to jesus keep clapping for them Oh, to jesus keep clapping keep clapping keep clapping come jesus says come He says, come, let us reason together. Come, let's discuss your problem. Come, let's talk about your situation. Love for them. Oh, put your hands together for people who are coming. God bless you. My brother, run quickly to Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, angels are rejoicing in heaven right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow. Those of you in front here, we're going to pray. I'm going to pray a simple prayer with you to surrender your life to Jesus. Amen. Just lift up your two hands. It's just a sign of surrender. And I'm going to pray with you. Just repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, this morning, I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me all my sins come into my heart make me a new person please write my name in the lamb's book of life from today i will serve you i will follow you for the rest of my days thank you jesus for saving me amen we believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the kodesh lighthouse chapel international for further inquiries please call 030-7010-444 030-7010-444 That's 030-7010-444 God, which bless you.